All right, show me your best dance moves, Joe. It's Friday. Shake dance. it. Dance. I'm, shake, I'm shake, dancing shake on the inside. I can't dance. You know why? The old song has been stuck in my head for the past three days. Oh my God. If you tell me it's Miley Cyrus again. No. Smooth Operator by Chardet. Ooh, that's not bad. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Smooth Operator. It starts from the coast to coast LA to coast Chicago. To coast yeah. LA to yeah. Chicago. So I. How did that even start? Where were I, you? Was this I when have, you were at like a doctor's office? That I feels like something that they would been. play yeah, in a I, doctor's office. I don't know. I just realized that Smooth Operator has just been looping in my head <laughs> nonstop. And then that sultry saxophone. Ooh, intro, well, if it's the know. 80s, it's saxophone. <laughs> you should come in just like with giant hoop earrings and yeah. hair all Lipstick. Yeah, looking all Sade up in here. No. Yeah, there was a, we had a dance where um, all the women that had like tons of lipstick on and uh, body suits tucked into jeans. Yeah. They asked all the guys out. They called that the Chardonnay Hawkins dance. <laughs> nah, we're warming up. We're warming up. This we're is getting, this is the stretching getting, part of the show. Get a stretch, stretch. You gotta this get is, that uh, quad, those hammies all yeah. ready to go. Otherwise, you'll pull something. You don't want to pull something see when that. you're popping. Then you got to ice culture. it all weekend. Well, that's and true. then alternate it with heat, and uh, <laughs> it's terrible. Nobody wants that. And nobody wants to be tricked into thinking that they are the one guy who's going to be going on d a date with a very sexy girl and then show up and realize, no, no, she invited about 100 other guys to that same Maybe date. she's uh, polyamorous. Maybe <laughs> she she's be. into the group thing. Although she would be very, very busy. You may have seen something this week about this girl who <laughs> um, hooked up with a crew for what she's calling a social experiment. So she got on Tinder and she told a bunch of guys, you know, she swiped on them and she's like, hey, we should meet up. We're going to go see this band in this park. And so all these guys show up at the same time. And then when they get there, she gets on the mic and she says, okay, well, clearly you can see that there's more than one of you. Hmm. And the reason I invited you all here is because I'm going to do Tinder in real life. So she says, <sighs> anybody who's under 5'10", you have to leave. Swipe left. Anybody whose name is Jimmy, I'm not going to date you. Swipe left. You have to leave. And so she went on and on with this different things so that she could sort of show how ridiculous dating apps are. That was the whole point of the social experiment because this is something nope. you would never do to people in real life. So she decided to do it as like a big group thing no. and embarrass them all uh, at the same time. Yeah, no, because I mean, they're in that crowd of people. There were guys that actually had some hopes about this, oh, right? Oh, they wanted and, to date her. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of mean. It is mean. Yeah. It's 100% mean. Well, would you do that to anybody as no. a social experiment? No. I'm not inviting a bunch of dudes just right. to humiliate them for a... Exactly. Now, this girl actually hooked up with... Um, I don't know if you saw... There was another thing that went viral. It was a girl who um, had a camera on her and was, like, secretly taping guys that were catcalling or hating on her as she was yes. walking through the streets of New York. Uh-huh. So this video, it was done by those same people. So they're all into, like, social experiments. And so this, they said this is all in the name of sort of putting a mirror to society and showing people no. what's really going on. No. Well, I feel bad for all Not these cool. dudes who didn't do anything wrong. They, they took time out of their day yeah. to be, no, uh-uh. They just wanted to go on a date, yeah. I believe that violates the Tinder terms of use <laughs> that you 
when you sign up, you check that little box and that hit says, agree. That says don't uh, yeah. record people. For I promise not stuff. to be an absolute <laughs> dick. <laughs> oh my God, if that was actually in the Tinder code. Right. Because they're all. It's like in the fourth paragraph about halfway <laughs> don't down. Don't be an absolute dick. Yeah. Too late. Yes. I already sent the picture. And by agreeing to these terms of use, you agree to intrinsically not be a dick. <laughs> So what's funny is that uh, a majority of these guys were like, well, this is an outrage. I can't believe it. And this girl's so mean. I'm so mad at her. But then they were also secretly trying to like text her or get a hold of her and be like, but we could still really go on a date, right? Yeah. Like you really wanted to go out with me. No. With, like these other no. jabronis out here that, that you weren't really no. interested in, but me. Such like. a turn off. <laughs> it's like, really? Would you like, would you, your whole relationship would be like the Truman Show. <laughs> exactly. You know, you wake up, you're Jim Carrey. <laughs> And who wants to be Jim Carrey at this point? Well, would you like to have his bank account? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. It's a little off the rails, though. He's starting to get back into uh, acting. But have you seen any of his paintings and his artwork? Yeah. I was just like, that's the only thing I hear about Jim Carrey. He's done another picture of Trump. Uh, yeah. Or anybody in politics, really. They are what I like to call not flattering and scary. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I thought this story would bring you so much joy, but I really feel like it would. It, it, trust me, it does. It does. It brings me. So... So much joy. So uh, there's a guy who moved to Florida, and uh, he became a security guard at a hospital. Mm. And he must have been working, like, the graveyard shift because there weren't that many people around. So he's kind of in, like, a front lobby area of this hospital, and mm -hmm. he realized that the acoustics in the lobby were fantastic. Yes. So instead of belting out a nice aria. No. Mm. He was belting something out. <laughs> he decided to uh, make it to Tuesday every day of the right. week where he was just farting in the lobby, but recording himself while this was going on. So his little facial expressions. And he started mm. an Instagram so he could share with other people so they could know mm -hmm. what his farts in the hospital sounded like. And his following started to grow. And then a couple of like dude websites like Barstool Sports picked up <laughs> on it. And they put it out there, and then now he has like a gazillion followers, and everybody wants to see like his fart of the week or whatever it is. Is he getting paid yet? Is he an influencer? He's has he become an influencer? Funny you should say. So here we're going to give you, because I know you want it, a sample of his work. Here's a, a best of, as you might say. For now, he has a real name, but he calls himself Paul Flart because he's a security guard, so it's like Paul Blart. So here's a sampling of Paul Flart's work. It's his face that right. just makes it pure gold as you're watching. Two things. Yes. Uh, before we even opened up this video during prep, uh -huh. I knew what he looked like, and I knew that's exactly the way his mustache was trimmed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, that was your I, guess. You're like, if I'm going like, to picture a dude right? who's just chilling at work and is super bored and then decides to make his farts famous, mm -hmm. you're like, 
That's yeah. that guy's going to look like. I'm sitting next to a detective desk, and there's a sketch artist <laughs> there, and they're saying, Joe, we knew it was a dark, rainy night, and you were inebriated, but could you describe the man that farted on you? That's what the sketch artist draws. That's what the guy would look like. <laughs> yes. So his fart fame started to rise mm. to the point where... Did it start to dissipate? <laughs> yes. It was a big cloud of fame mm. to the point where his employers found out about what he had been doing. Mm -hmm. They had several problems with it. First of all, he shouldn't have been filming himself on their property like that. Right. And also you could see his security guard uniform. Mm -hmm. And so then he therefore is representing the company. Of course. And so our Paul Flart was fired. But he said... I pay it no mind because I'm going to ride this fart train until it stops. Yes. So he's going to continue to put out content. He has contacted his friends who can help him do graphics and make videos. Uh -huh. He's looking for an influencer agent type person to yeah. help get his videos out there. He's apparently going to, you know, uh, travel to different places to mm -hmm. see what they sound like in different yes, places. Yes, it'll be like, hey, I'm going to fart in the lobby of the Four Seasons sure. and tweet about it. And yeah. uh, you're going to cop me a room and give me a food voucher and life will be good. And that's going to be on top. Some radio morning show will hire this guy. You know, Bill <laughs> Bill in the Morning in Erie, PA, featuring Paul Flart. He realizes that he's got like a window to capitalize on this. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't, then people are just going to forget about him. So right. he's got to strike now and see if yes. he can actually keep it going. He's got he's to strike and be silent, but deadly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so... It may seem like the world is ending when that kind of guy mm. actually becomes a superstar, but really the world might end. And I think the estimated time is next Thursday, yeah. I want to say, is when this could happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we have an asteroid that is making a close approach to Earth next week. I wonder if it looks good in yoga pants. <laughs> oh, it was asteroid. Oh. That, oh. And uh, if it does actually crash onto Earth, it mm -hmm. could take out a country. Yeah. It's a big one. This is a big... I, I, I would actually rather not know, really. I would just like the people who can do anything about anything to take care of it. Don't tell me. Because there are actually more, like, close encounter asteroids than we need to know about. But Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't need to know about it. It's now, you know, I would feel more comfortable if maybe... Um, Morgan Freeman was an Astroza, was the president. <laughs> sure. And um, Bruce Willis worked with Ben Affleck uh, as a miner uh, or, or driller of some type. <laughs> yes. Um, but no such luck. No. We don't have a crew put together that can destroy mm -mm. this asteroid before no. it comes crashing into our planet. No. So most likely it's just going to pass by and nothing's going to mm. happen. It's just that I, I don't even like to know that there's a percentage chance you know, something could come. Here's the thing. Too little, too late on the Space Corps. Space Corps? Space Corps. Space Force? Space Force. Space Force. Space Corps. I... <laughs> this is your core? Yes. Space Force. See, come on. The Space Corps has the six pack. <laughs> yeah. The Space Force has the lasers. Space Corps has been working out. Um, yeah. I mean, if anybody has a Death Star, mm -hmm. now would be the time to use it. Oh, yeah. Um, Those are handy. Maybe the reason why we've been cozying up to the Russians is both countries will send all of their nukes up there to shoot this thing down. Okay. 
There was a plan all along, is what you're saying? Right. Maybe Ryan Reynolds is really the Green Lantern, and he can fly up there and take care of this. Listen, I hated that movie, but we need yeah. him right now. So if he can strap that mm -hmm. non-existent suit on, yeah, he, well, he'll use his ring yeah. uh, to make a giant baseball bat, <laughs> and he'll hit it like boom, boom. And drive it, you know, hit it into the moon. I like it. Yeah. I dig it. Now. Are you a fan, Joe, of random art just popping up places? Because uh, I am. I am. It keeps things interesting. But as we learned uh, with... Oh, Detroit and um, Detroit. Yes. With the cough. Yeah, we, people, um, people don't like... I mean, we had cause... Um, do an art installation here, and people yes. did not like it. So, and that one was yeah. shaped like something semi-recognizable, mm -hmm. which was like a kind of off Mickey Mouse-shaped right. statue. That's downtown. Um, but there's a big art installation that popped up this week in Southfield. Mm. It's off the Northwestern Service Drive. So right up the street from here. Yes. And it is a forest of red used utility poles. Hmm. So they are three stories high, and the whole forest is the length of a football field. <coughs> huh. Um, so it's not subtle. You can't miss it as you're mm. driving. This is not like just a sculpture somewhere that you might see if right. you're walking on a path in a park or something. Like, oh, you're going to see the Red Forest. Like, this is happening. Um, but what's questionable for people, other than the fact that some people think it's cool, some people think it's an eyesore, is how expensive it was. And how expensive was it, Sarah? Well, there was a fundraising campaign where people raised $55,000. Mm -hmm. And then there was a matching donation, matching grant that came in at $50,000, which I believe was taxpayer money. Right. Hmm. Did I, did, I mean, it, would you vote on saying yes to $50,000 for this in your town? Well, I know a guy that works for a utility company that if you gave him a case of beer and a couple of <laughs> gallons of red paint, can pretty much do the same thing. Yeah. Just saying. I just. There's not even power wires strung between those no, things. No, I mean, I get yeah. that it's like a, a thing that'll maybe bring people to the area because mm. they're going to want to, much like this fine lady, take a selfie or whatever. And there are paths. They're like walking paths and bike paths and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But that's still, that's just like, a, that's a lot of money for used utility poles. <laughs> are you sure they're red. used? Like, are you yeah, positive no. they're used? Yeah. May, are you sure they're not certified pre-owned? They're almost as well, good as used. <laughs> they're just they're just depreciated a little bit. Yes. They have a better warranty too, oh. and they're fully detailed when you buy them. Oh, sexy! Yes, I think actually that is going to be my next car as a certified pre-owned. Well, yeah, so you're making me feel good that. about what yeah. I what I'm about to do. Now there are a lot of animals out there that are certified pre-owned that need to be adopted. Mm. And um, I know that my two cats that I've had in my lifetime have been adopted and my Did sister. they know this? I had to sit them down when they got to the right age. Right. Them, like, did they, I'm not your real mom. Did they leave the home and try to find the real mom? <laughs> was, and then like, find out Like a that, tiny stick with like a little bandana yeah. and the cats were like, And then their bubble is burst. They find out she's like a crack hoe. Right. <laughs> you know, and then they come back to this because yeah. they know they're always going to get right. food. I'd rather live in Plymouth, mom. <laughs> So, you know, you'll see things online about different animals that need to be adopted, and there'll mm. be really cute photos. But the internet fell in love with one particular cat yes. that needed to be adopted. Um, his name is Bruno, but other people might know him by his nickname, which is Thick Cat. Mm. And the reason he's called Thick Cat there is you go. because 
Look at that little gut. I mean, he just. That's the other weird thing, too, is he likes to stand up on his hind legs and just shove out his, uh-huh. his oh, brutal, yeah. thick cat belly. Just like my stepdad. <laughs> I, your stepdad as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Except he doesn't have a, um, a, a cigarette hanging uh, out of his mouth. You could put, like, a little candy cigarette in there because yeah. he also has, like, an extra... Um, a little extra thumb there. Yeah, and it looks like he does have opposable thumbs. Right. It's so, got my cat yeah. has the same sort of front mitten hands, and so, so does Bruno the thick cat. So, so he could be walking around with a can of natural light, you know, just <laughs> yeah. like my stepdad. You just make tiny props for this cat. Yeah. And <laughs> just take pictures of him all the time. So people went crazy for this cat. And they were actually fighting over who was going to get to adopt this cat. I would fight for this cat. Yeah. But there was one crazy cat lady who was able to get Bruno, and it was for a very special reason. And we will show you that reason when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Power. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. We are talking about Bruno the Thick Cat. Yes. That giant belly and mm. seemingly opposable thumbs who likes to stand on his back legs and just shove out that belly. Yeah. And he just became America's sweetheart. Mm-hmm. People fell in love and he needed a good home. Right. Everybody on it wanted to adopt him. So how do you narrow it down? How do you choose mm. Who is the right person? You invite a whole bunch of potential adopters to Union Square <laughs> and tell them it's part of a social experiment. Exactly. Right? That's how we do mm-hmm. it. Well, he was adopted this week by a young lady named Lauren Paris, a 29-year-old in Chicago, and her boyfriend, Jason. Lauren decided to get with her second city friends, 
mm. and uh, her musical theater friends <clears throat> and write a song, an ode to the fat cat called oh. Gimme That Fat Cat. Does it start with, oh my God, Becky, look, look at, at that, that cat. Gut. It is so big. So I wonder if Jason spends his weekends in Paris. I'm thinking he does. I'm thinking he does. <laughs> so here's a little smidge for you. So you can see why, of course, she was the right cat mom for this crazy ass cat. Here's a little of, give me that fat cat. you're looking for right you're going to have this completely extra cat you need an extra owner mm -hmm. and she qualifies yes the shelter wants everyone to know that she did send a letter of intent sent a video tour of her home and that from the beginning she made her intentions clear that she was very serious about adopting bruno and wasn't just like seeking internet mm -hmm. fame by adopting this internet but she's cat. going to get I'll bet you in a year there'll be a Bruno calendar oh there'll be yeah. a It'll Bruno be like cat. yeah he's totally merchandise uh -huh. to the hilt. yes yeah like that Japanese cat that jumps inside paper bags yes. all day long I can't remember its name but I know what you're talking yeah. about in boxes what's it Maru, Maru? Maru yeah yes. I've literally I have watched hours I mean literally <laughs> hours of this cat jumping into paper bags and boxes <laughs> And I and I can't get enough. As a matter of fact, what am I doing this weekend? Spending time with my kid? Nope. No. Watching videos of Maru eating Cat some videos udon will get ya. and edamame, <laughs> wearing a kimono. Anyway. I really hope so. Yeah. Please take a picture of that and put it on our at that at Pop That Culture yep. Detroit page so you can see Joe in his rabbit hole gear of watching. Yeah. All the cat videos. I'll have a geisha wig on. It'll be fantastic. Well, that's a step too far. There, I have another video that you mm. can watch, which I'm sure you would enjoy, because it's actually longer than what we're going to show you. Well, I've seen the Tommy Lee tape so many times. What else do you got for me, Sarah? <laughs> I got bananas, which oh, is kind of close yes. sometimes. Um, yeah, there was a group of guys who wanted to find out what it would be like to sort of set up a scenario, much like Mario Kart, but mm. in real life. So where a plumber drives a vehicle that's way too small for him with mm -hmm. no helmet? Go correct, yep. Hmm. Um, so I guess it's like a big thing you can do in Mario Kart where you like you have a banana peel chucked out and then mm -hmm. your competition spins out behind yeah. you and that's I, how you can win. I carry banana peels in my car in case a you bad guy starts chasing me. Exactly. Yeah, I normally know it's about to happen when I see giant coins hovering over the road <laughs> and then I get my car to jump up and grab them out of the sky. So this group called the Hoonigans um, set up a real live banana peel traction test. Mm. So they got a really kick-ass driver and they got a 2018 Audi RS5. 
to do this experiment with. So, so they, they're not going to do it with just some, yeah. you know, like run of the mill. I've got my right. Taurus and I'm going to see if this thing yeah. corners like it's on rail. I mean, they're not going to hit that with like a 2001 Alero. <laughs> no, they are not. You know. So they've got the Audi RS5 and they've got a professional driver. Mm. And they had him do a baseline test where he went around the laps that they wanted him yeah. to do, sans bananas, to see how long it took him. And then now what we're going to show you are his banana laps to see what mm. happens to the car once it goes through these darn banana peels. Granted, they put a lot of banana peels out. Like, right. That's quite a bit. <laughs> they went bananas. They went bananas, <laughs> as it were, on that. But when you have a sweet-ass car mm -hmm. and a professional driver, right. it's going to be different than just like a regular person driving their car through those bananas. And really, he only added one second of extra time, generally, to right. his non-banana laps right. when he was going around. Most people I know would probably hit that and Just spin out, and it would yeah. be total carnage. Yeah, he slid uh. and it made his laps wider. And like mm. the car, instead of being able to turn very well, kind of made him go a little bit straight, and then he had to... Uh, right. Readjust. But. Um, I think that's probably, you know, this they're foreshadowing the next Fast and Furious movie. Oh, my you know? God, that's right, because there was Tokyo Drift, uh -huh. and now it's Fast and the Furious Banana Peel. Banana Peel. This is going to yeah, happen. They're going to do a banana peel out. Um, so, you know, basically Tyrese will be just flying <laughs> through them, and, you know, maybe one part of the course will be oranges and... Just you know, all the fruits. coconut. Yeah. <laughs> it's just What's going to affect these cars, man? Yeah. So we not? need some NOS and bananas. <laughs> yeah. So, well, now you know. Uh, even though you want your Mario dreams, Mario Kart dreams to come true, it's not necessarily going to completely screw up the car like you hoped it you, would. What they should have done was actually used a real go kart, which basically has cool. no suspension. Right. You know, go to Walmart, buy one of those Coleman go karts with a five horsepower Briggs and Stratton on it, and then see what and happens. And then after you take like twenty pulls to get it started, <laughs> then try it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Now, <clears throat> if you don't end up doing your just watching cat videos weekend mm. this weekend. Well, what about Cat Stevens? Mm, uh, those, those songs make me sad. Oh, why? Because <laughs> he changed his name? He did. Mm. What's his new name again? I don't know. Well, Dave, what's Cat Stevens' uh, current? I barely know who you're talking about. You don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. You're fired. <laughs> Get somebody in to replace you right away, like now. It's Cats in the Cradle guy, right? Or am I wrong? Is that the other guy? No, that's that's Harry Chapin. <laughs> that's Harry Chapin. <laughs> She's fired too. Sarah, you're fired. Jake, get on the producer mic. You're taking over for Dave. I'm gone. Good. <laughs> Could you find out what Cat... You're supposed to be... See, we gave you time to Google. Can you figure out uh, what Cat Stevens' current name is? No. Steve Cadigan's. I'm trying to do my 
Oh, boo! You've got to be able to do your you're job. You're fired. No Dave, references. you're rehired. Get back on that mic. You need to know references. We can't know. What's the sad song? The if, Time in a Bottle? Islam is, Islam is his new name. Yusuf Islam. Thank you. See? Doing job and Googling and stuff. Make it happen. Is it Time in a Bottle? Is that Cat Stevens? Am I still no. wrong? <laughs> no, that's... Okay, it's well, not... No! no! But, okay, I'll give you an easy one. Okay. Who does Genie in a Bottle? Christina Aguilera. There you go. See, you know something about songs in bottles. <laughs> Who does Tap the Bottle and Twist the Cap? Well, then name a Cat Stevens song. Um, what's a Cat Stevens song? Dude? You cannot yell at me. We're all just going to fire ourselves. Father and Son. Okay, sad yeah. song. Super sad song. Yeah, I know. The part where they put the addition on the house in the commercial. Like, we're father and son. We'll get, get it, it done. done. Modernizing, you want done. No, no jobs, jobs too big. big. No, no jobs, jobs too small. small. We're, We're father, father and son. son. Give, Give us, us a call. call. Who hits the bass note at the end? Is it the father or the son? <laughs> I'm it's father. But it's amazing because in 60 seconds, father and son construction turns a ranch into a colonial. <laughs> he just with his hand. He Dude, just picks up like it's a whole like, addition. It's like the brawny it. guy knows how to do construction. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. We'll share that video. If you don't get the reference, don't we'll make share. It. They no. Know. Dave, Dave, do you know what we're talking about? Of course. Okay. Of course. All right, yeah. you saved who, your gig. Who hasn't? Jake, you've seen it, haven't you? The father and son commercial. Come on. Yes? No. No. <gasps> what? Leave your pass card on the desk <laughs> on the way out. Oh, man. So, anyway, if you've ever wondered, Joe. Yes, I, I after, sit up at night. After binge-watching and binge-watching and binge-watching. What about Netflix Net and chilling? And ne Or Netflix and chilling. If you spend any large amount mm. of time with Netflix, maybe it's crossed your mind. How long would it take for me to watch all of the content on Netflix? Um, four hours. All of the hours. movies, all of the documentaries, everything I can watch on Netflix, how long would it take me? A week. It would take you 236 days to watch all of it. And that's with bathroom breaks and a little bit of sleeping and some eating. Oh my, that's like almost two-thirds of a year. Yeah, which actually I would think it would take longer on that. But there was a yeah. British study. Now, granted, they did British Netflix, so American Netflix is, might have more stuff yeah. available than well, the British Well, British one, Netflix but. is either very cheeky or it's a lot of... <laughs> Awkwardly silent moments yes. where people just look at each other and shake their heads. I feel like it would take at least a year for me to watch everything on Netflix and actually, you know, have human functions. D does that include go like going back every now and then when you're watching something that you need to kind of cleanse the palate and watching, you know, like American Vandal or something? Sure. Okay. We'll conclude that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, all right. When we get back, first of all, I'm disappointed because I was really excited. There was a movie I was going to go see this weekend. I don't think it's going to happen because it's getting just obliterated by reviews. And also, we have an incident that happened to a guy who got really drunk and just needed a place to crash. Mm. Unfortunately, he forgot one very important detail. I hate talk it when it. you talk about me in such vague terms. <laughs> we'll talk about it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there.
Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. You know what my favorite part of this show is? You tell me. Is, is how um, producer Jake likes to flex us his guns right well, before we were taken we, to the uh, gun show. Back. That was nice. It was like a it's blah, amazing. Blah, blah. You see the little veins popping out, <laughs> lower jaws clenching. You're yeah. like, wow, man. He's lifting, he's lifting the show on his shoulders, yeah. carrying it across there, the finish line. A woman walked, there's a hall on the other side of this wall, and yeah. it, she walked by, and I think she got impregnated <laughs> but when he was doing Just that. by his sheer Right. Male. The virility just yeah. went probably up to the ductwork <laughs> and dropped like, into the... She was like, I didn't realize I was ovulating, but whoa! whoa! She's just like, I'm late. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Runs to the bathroom. Yep. Ovaries exploding left, right, and center. Oh like, boom, boom, crazy. Boom, boom, boom. It's like every now and then if you see Sarah go, whoop, she's doing like a Keanu Reeves Matrix. Oh, yeah. Ah. Ducking the virility yeah. from producer Jake. <laughs> now, there were actual other sex jokes that I thought were going to be good and funny and it was going to make for a funny movie in the Dirty Puppet film, The Happy Time Murders. I, I, Melissa I think... McCarthy and a bunch of Muppets and the son of... <laughs> The son of Jim Henson. Right. That's that's the thing is that these are actual in terms of the DNA. Yes. These are pretty much real Muppets. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're yeah. They're, yeah, they're uh, legit. And um, I'm just I haven't seen the movie. I haven't really well, it comes seen out any. This weekend. Well, I, I'm just really hope I'm going to see it out of morbid curiosity. Are you still okay? But I'm really hoping they don't show the puppet's legs. This, well, I know you have a thing. We found out yesterday yeah. that Joe doesn't like to see the legs of Muppets and Puppets because they just look all weird. And, well, it's just it just dangly. takes me out of it because it's like... But if that's going to take you out of it, there's full-on, like, porn star Muppet sex in this movie. I saw Team America. I'm I'm ready this for is it. Like, this is more than Team America. This is like next what is it, level What is it, a double penetration America. scene? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you... <laughs> Chill out. Hey, yeah. The guys who are doing the post for the actual archive, can we just chop that part <laughs> out? 
But so, <laughs> it's Friday. I thought it was just going to be, you know, a reverent, darkly funny uh, puppet movie. Right. And as it turns out, they're saying it, maybe like two jokes actually land and the rest of the movie is just kind of not really a good story and it's boring and you're sitting there like, did I really spend nine dollars on seeing the happy time murders i'm i'm wondering if this is a movie that is there to exist uh for people who are really into puppets to laugh that go, oh my well, god they're doing like you know they're, <laughs> they're doing that for puppets you know that kind of it's like the it's like they 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 already did their best joke which is the premise of the movie and mm. the movie can't live up to the premise Right. And so it's like, all right, well, I could have laughed at this for, you know, five minutes. I don't need an hour and a half of this. See, I, here's the thing. David Chappelle has a sketch where he... Oh, you call him David. That's very cool. Yeah. He, well, I'm, I bought, like, you know, I call Dave, our producer, David. And, he, like, when I see his email, David's in there. So now I'm just like... I, now you're used to it. I just got to apply this to every single Dave in my world. Um <laughs> But they do a thing with Q-Tip from A Tribe Called Quest where they go and they talk to the Muppets in, in, in the hood who are like crackheads and <laughs> they have gonorrhea and they do a full right. frontal on a puppet. And that sketch is maybe three minutes long. And it's just enough. And it's just enough. So I couldn't imagine a whole movie being this. Or there was a whole Broadway show called Avenue Q, which was basically dirty puppets singing dirty songs. Mm. But they executed it well and were funny and clever, and they're saying this movie doesn't live up to that. So I'm bummed out because I kind of I had high hopes. I thought this was going to be fun and entertaining, but according mm. to the reviews, brr, not so much. Oh, sorry, Melissa and Jim Henson. And everybody son. else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this thing next thing is funny and entertaining and could really happen to anybody. I feel. Yeah, like Iron Man. <laughs> Didn't that happen oh, to Iron Man? he did show up to the wrong house. Uh -huh. Right, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. So a, uh, a young Scottish lad went out, hit the pubs. And some sheep? And he, well. Uh, <laughs> it's it's and Friday. I'm sorry. I'm in a mood. <laughs> you are. I'm in a mood. For sure. And he got, as they say over there, pissed, completely drunk. Um, and so he was like, I just, I need to, I'm going to crash at my mom and dad's. Mm. And so he went opened the front door, laid down on their couch, and he's like, oh, I've got the spins. I'm just yeah. going to... I'm going to wake up and eat all the haggis. <laughs> and uh, there was a woman home hmm. who was not his mom. Yes. Who was like, why am I hearing weird noises in the house? And she's like, okay. She checked on her kids. Her kids were in their beds. The dogs were upstairs. And she's like, someone is in the house. So she went downstairs, hmm. and she actually remained relatively calm about this whole thing. She realized... <laughs> She was so excited she'd come home from a business trip. She just wanted to check in and see her kids. She forgot to lock the door behind her. So oh, of course. Why, it always starts with that. That's why the door was open. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of roused him. And she was like, why are you here? And, and basically figured out that um, his parents did live in that house two years ago. But in his drunken right. stupor, he had forgotten that they moved. Oh, right. And so... He just, by coincidence, and her not locking the door, was able to get in his parents' house, old house, mm. and freak her out. Yeah. But Only they, after he started doing some laundry and raiding the refrigerator. <laughs> no, when, when kids come home, they never do laundry. They're like, here's my bag. Yeah. Mom, you do the laundry Here. for me. Oh, speaking of bags, there is going to be a big shutdown happening for grocery mm -hmm. stores. And we've been seeing this coming, but now specifically... Kroger has said by Ooh. the year 2025, 
no more plastic bags for you. No, no mas. You know what? And that makes me kind of happy because I we have a closet full of bags every now and then when we bring them to that recycling thing at Kroger, which I'm hoping doesn't actually end up in the dumpster. <laughs> But, you know, it's like you can only line so many bathroom garbage cans with those before you're like, what do we do with these? It's I mean, like, they are useful, but yeah, they're also just going to end up in a landfill somewhere someday. Yeah. Right now, the the reusable bags that they sell at Kroger are a dollar. I think they should make right. them less. Well, every time I buy one of those, yeah. I leave it somewhere <laughs> without yeah, or fail. Or you go into the store and you're like, ah, that's it. they're all in the car. They're in the trunk yeah. of the car. Do I feel like going back to the car? No, I'm just going to go in and use these uh, terrible things for Mother Earth. Right. The, and the only thing that those are good for is, um, you know, I see people walking around and picking up th oh, after their dog. Oh, they're good dog poop bags. They are. But uh, you know what? That grosses me out because the thought of feeling the warmth through the bag you really, do like, bag I just like, Mwah! And, yeah. and do you ever get the bag where there's a hole in it, but you don't know there's a hole and in it? And you can feel it. Ah! Ah! No! Gross. Why? Why? Oh, the humanity. So Yes. Uh. So if you if you love them, you might as well start hoarding them now because by 2025, Kroger anyway won't let you use them anymore. They'll let you use the um, paper bags still at the mm. store, and they haven't figured out how they're going to phase out the plastic bags for fruit and for meat. Like while you're in the store, the little hmm. while you're putting that in your cart. So well, we'll figure it they've out. They've got things to. Figure the only out. problem with paper bags is you can't hold like 30 of them like on each of your fingers and hold your and car make it keys. In one trip. Yeah. Yes, I am a total. One and then you have like the little spots where your circulation <laughs> starts yes. getting cut off and it's all purple and you're I like, like, but I brought it all in at one time. I feel like if I can't make it in the house in one trip, with right? Everything in the car, I've there's something wrong. At yeah, life. you have failed uh, yeah, in life. Exactly. 100% oh, failure. What You know who's living his best life still? I think he'll be living his best life like forever. Always. Yes. Yeah. He'll just find a way to just kind of yes. shift and pivot into different things. And that person living their best life is Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. You can't stop Snoop. He's got a lot of things to do. So his TV show with Martha Stewart on VH1, the Martha Stewart and Snoop Potluck Dinner or whatever yeah. that was called, um, that's doing pretty well, and I think that's been re-upped for another season. Of course. Do you think Busta Rhymes watches that and goes, it could have been me. I should have made friends it's, with Martha Stewart. We were Damn. on stage for that fleeting second. I should have <laughs> passed her my number. Exactly. So even though Snoop's not really the one that cooks, he mm. still enjoys good food. Well, he smokes so much weed, he gets the munchies at some point well, and has to eat, Well, that is true. Right? So he is going to release a cookbook. I love it. Called From Crook to Cook. Now, some people are going to be disappointed. Why? Because there's no recipe for gin and juice? There will be. No, those actually, those, yes, those they will get. He, he legitimately, that's going to be their hmm. uh, gin and juice recipes, uh, fine dining recipes that he's right. collected or curated or whatever. Yes. Things that he enjoys eating. They found a good recipe for it, basically, and mm. shoved it in the book. Lots of capers. However, uh, all the recipes will be cannabis-free. Oh. So you're not going to learn how to make, like, weed meatloaf or... Bad meat move, Snoop. See if Willie Nelson buys this book. Although, anything... Have you tried anything with pot in it? Um, I'm, never mind. I won't No. <laughs> no, never. never. Have you tried anything with special ingredients in it? Never. Uh, never. Nope. Never. No. They taste gross. 
they're disgusting. So anyway, I'm glad mm. that uh, all of these recipes are going to be cannabis free. But uh, I mean, this is really more just like a funny thing to put on your coffee table. I can't imagine that anyone's really going to be like, ooh, you know where my the best recipe for uh, fettuccine Alfredo is. It's the from Crypto Cook. Well, what if it is, though? What if it is? <laughs> Maybe when the book comes out, you, can we contact Dave? Can we contact the publisher and get a, um, a promo edition? Yeah, and let's he's already on see it. he's on he's, it. He's on it. Like, we'll get a hot plate. Like we'll make one rice. of the maybe we'll do that as our Friday cooking segment. Oh, we'll make a snoop recipe. Yeah. We'll make a yeah. snoop recipe. And Jay Towers will come in from the other part of the set <laughs> and, and you know he'll his mic will be kinda hanging off yeah. and he'll try one and go, oh, very oh, good. Delicious. Yeah, oh, oh yummy. Yes, yes. Yes, Snoop Dogg's chicken piccata is fantastic. <laughs> All right, so we've been kind of talking all this week because everyone's going back to school mm -hmm. about things that you're doing for back to school Woo! and how teachers are getting prepared. Um, but people are also doing their school photos. Isn't it early for school photos? I don't know. Do, we, do you usually take it like in September or Not when do you word. do it? Hey, Jonah, what did you do school pictures last year? Oh, Jonah. What are remember. you, a first grader? My God. <laughs> well... There was one mom and one school that had a little bit of a snafu. Yes, clearly there are no television weathermen in this family. <laughs> well, so the mom sent her son to go get his school pictures taken, and he was wearing a bright green shirt. Mm -hmm. And it didn't occur to her that the photographer would have a green screen behind the kids mm -hmm. while taking the pictures. For me, what I remember always, oh, there it is. <laughs> there, look at I this. love this. Uh, when, when, when you got your school picture taken, when I got my school pictures taken, I always thought the background behind us was like blue. Well, that's because we grew up in the days of Olin Mills. Now, wow, that's true. Now you can have a fall you can, you day. You can be anywhere. Yeah, you want to be on top of Mount Kilimanjaro with Toto? Boom, there, there it, it is. is. You want to be on new radio media with the brick wall behind you? you Boom! Can do it. You can be right here with us. Yeah, no, Make it used happen. to be that that vaguely artistic but strangely <laughs> weird with your depth perception ink blot thingy. Or lasers behind you for some of the senior photos. What what kind of senior pictures did you take? Oh, I'll show you. Oh yeah, this, so what I love is okay, well first of all, the school didn't do this to him. The mom wanted to kind of mess around with her son's background and then posted it to social media. I love mom. That's a great mom. She was like, you what? You blended with the background. She's like, well, I got to do something about this. And so she did fall. She did, I don't know what this is like. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Patriotic. So there's his green shirt. And then there he is. Where you can't yeah, the see. kid's got a great smile. Yeah, so he's, he's got that. See, he looked good in his pictures. So the mm. school figured out a way, or the photography company figured out a way to salvage his originals so mm. that he's not just a floating Well, you just Photoshop it. Because his smile the, was so good. Yeah, you use the color replacement tool in Photoshop. It's very easy. You know, I, the people that I really feel sorry for, it's like if you're the Incredible Hulk or Gamora, you're <laughs> you in trouble on picture day. Like your clothing will show up. But right. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. They'll just have some like lips and eyes and... <laughs> And, and, you know, Star-Lord lusting after you exactly. in the background. Exactly. Ooh, one of our favorites has done something awesome again. What more could Dave Grohl do? You even wore your Spice Grohl shirt in honor of one of our favorite people on mm. planet Earth. He's always good yes. for a video. Every little thing he does is magic. It's magic. And we will show you the Grohl magic next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today. To new radio media. The new radio media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. 
for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. culture which who doesn't I mean for yeah. the eight of you watching pop that culture if you see the show over and over again you know yeah. that one of our favorite humans is Dave Grohl from the food absolutely Fighters. he's just he's always cool he's always funny he's doing nice stuff mm -hmm. and he's always entertaining absolutely and so he earlier this month um, put out a mini documentary called play and it's just 23 minutes of a one-man instrumental recording and he wanted to do it to be sort of inspirational to yeah. people and to musicians. So he posted about it, had like a little clip um, on his own Twitter. It said, to any musician, young or old, a beautiful studio full of instruments is like a playground. And then it says, Dave Grohl, play. So he puts it out there, completely inspirational. When he put it out there, he didn't realize that he, like, how young the young people were going to be that he was reaching with this <laughs> message. Because... The person that he fell in love with, who had a great Twitter response, was this teeny tiny baby we're going to show you, who's just going to town, watching the Dave Grohl documentary and playing along to his own drum set. I love it too. In the immortal words of Gloria Estefan, or Estefan, the rhythm is going to get you. And it got this little kid. It did. 17 month old 
Charlie is a huge fan of music and drumming and clearly mm. a fan of Dave, Dave Grohl. So now we're a fan of Charlie. And they said that he would rather, his parents sort of like tweeted this out to Dave Grohl and said that he would rather watch you than watch Paw Patrol. Oh. So it's a huge, I mean, that's a high compliment. So. But, but, but Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, got, Dave Grohl. There's a moral to every story. There's <laughs> there a, are. There's a cop in a dog animals. suit. There's a Dalmatian in a fire suit. I know. I, no. I, it's for like me, it's a, to it's a coin toss, <laughs> you know, Foo Fighters or Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. So anyway, Dave Grohl tweeted back, nice work, Charlie, go get him. But yeah, even teeny tiny babies love our hero, mm. one Mr. Dave Grohl. All right. I know you don't have to deal with this. Yes, I do. I use acrylics. Do you? Those yeah. are glamorous. Yeah, I, you I like them. I couldn't even tell that those weren't well, yours. Well, yesterday I had little palm trees on them. Nice. Tomorrow, probably little uh, butterflies. Well, when you're a lady, you often have to deal with, what am I going to do with my nails? Mm. As you can see, nothing is the answer to this question. What? I'm, just, I'm going to get a French manicure. I'm going to have little baguettes put on my... Oh, sexy. Yes, little berets. <laughs> Women are obsessed with different kinds of manicures to get, ways mm. to decorate them, and they have to keep outdoing each other and top each other and top each other. And so one manicurist came up with something that I get where it came from, but when you see it, it's it still disturbing. Just, it creeps so me out. Let's bring up the picture of feet nails. No. Ah! No. Ah! They're no, so tiny. this is like at the end of Total Recall, where they reveal that the guy that they think is in charge isn't the guy in charge, but he's got another guy growing yes! out of his body. Exactly. That's what this is. And you know what? What would freak me out even more is that if you looked really, really closely, that each one of the nails on the feet on the nails oh, had another picture. set of feet, and it just oh. kept on going and going and going. Kind of like when you have two mirrors set up and you stand between them and you see, ah! Infinity feet! Oh, That's what you're talking about right there. Oh my gosh. I get I'm, it. I mean, we've all done the, this thing with our fingers, uh, you know, and they actually even Yeah, had, like, what, you still use the yellow pages? Mini skateboards for people. Oh yeah, like, they're called fingerboards. Yeah, they're exactly, called tech right. decks. And so people yeah. are like, oh, well, if we're going to do this, we might as well put little feet on the finger for the, but no, no. just don't. Listen, it stops with you, uh, lady. You no. made it. You got your... 20, That's you know, the devil's work <laughs> right there. That's some sorcery I want no part of. Really hope that uh, feet nails do not take off as yeah. something that a lot of people are doing. Do you know what Craig Foley has? What does Craig Foley? He has little microphone nails. He does. So he can always do you a show. He can do interviews with like yes. 10 people. At yeah. the same time, he just does this. <laughs> can you talk into my fingers, please? The, 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 the hard part is that if he gets an itch, he has to scratch. It ruins the audio. Right, and then you yeah. hear it in the mic. Exactly. Yeah, oh, but you're in for a treat. Two hours of Craig Folly next week. We'll see you next week on Top That Culture.